When someone tells you to expect the unexpected, slap them in the face and ask them if they expected it. (laughs) Uh, If you really want to slap someone, do it. Just make sure you say mosquito when you do. I'm sorry I slapped you, but you didn't seem like you would ever stop talking, and I panicked. Hello and welcome to episode 372 of Under the Cull of MS, a Mad Manapod episode. If you haven't woke up and turned on your TV, then you probably haven't heard, but if you did, you probably heard a million times already at the dumpsters or Oscars or whatever you want to call it, the thing where they pick the shittiest movies of the year and give them awards. (laughs) Uh, Chris Rock apparently said some joke about Will Smith's wife and Will Smith was laughing about it until he looked at his wife and she rolled her eyes. So then he got up and walked on stage and went up to Chris Rock and slapped him across the face right on the stage very unprofessional, very stupid, very dumb. Apparently the last time the two were at the heads of the Oscars or working together in the Oscars or whatever, they also had some conflict. It's like, deal with your stuff on your own time. Don't do it there. It just proves that certain members of society just cannot do anything without anger and causing problems. It's just, it's dumb. So, but yeah, who gives a shit about the Oscars? I don't. I don't watch that crap. And they gave awards to movies that I said sucked (laughs) or couldn't make through, so I'm not going to sit there and listen to them talk about the rest of the movies, because I probably won't like those either. But, Let's get to the fun. We got the Mad Mana Pod. So let's do the Mad Mana Pod. Get your Mad Mana Burst Library, Volume 1. We're almost halfway through this big, this big boy. We are on page 275, it looks like. Let's see what we left off. We're Mad Man and another character... Uh, hooked up, and they're doing, they ended up crossing paths by this character attacking Madman and Dr. Uh, Flem's plane that they were on, and they crashed a plane on an island, and now all these characters are trying to figure out What's up? This is after Madman picked up this giant ball that shrunk down to about a baseball size. and Now Madman's trying to find a certain person that's connected to the ball, a certain alien being that's supposed to get transported home or something because of this whole entity that they're that the madman came across. So we're starting off on page 275. We're on an island in the search of a certain person that's got connection to this ball. And we're starting out with madman on top of a hill with the ball. 
he says that away. So, so Frank's reception of the sentinel signal allowed everyone to receive the signal. Exactly. My mission was to follow the signal to its source. We've been waiting for this window for quite some time. Sorry at the, this time. Who's he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. You can't reveal that. Say, is that Biopard's rug? Oh, it was his. You know what they say. Finders keepers. I didn't sleep that night. Didn't want to. My dreams asked the big questions. I didn't want any more questions. Answers are nicer. So they crash out in their tent for the night. They're getting rained on. Next morning they wake up. Nice sunny day. That's where we're going. The other transmitter is there. I'm sure of it. Notice how these perfect, how perfectly these stones have been cut. You can't even wedge the point of a knife between them. A stunning engineering feat. A centuries old. Many structures in this region were built under very mysterious circumstances. An ancient astronaut? Or ancient astronauts? That's a theory. Perhaps a lost, advanced civilization. I think we're about to meet another theory. A ghost tribe. And they get surrounded by a bunch of tribal members with spears and bow and arrows and all that stuff. La Calaire Sinic Est. The energy de la fabulousy. Here we go. No, don't. Maybe that was just a warning shot. As an arrow shoots between them. And this other interesting specimen that attacked the plane, he pulls out his gun. Don't worry. Don't hurt them. Don't show any aggression. What do you suggest we do? Let us continue slowly. Head for the temple. This is futile. Why would such an advanced being choose to stay with these people? Now what? Where is the front door? As they see two V-shaped, uh, triangular-shaped rocks that are open with a triangular-shaped opening with a bunch of spikes and skulls and bones and bodies laying in this, like, pit-type thing. I'm afraid they may want us for a kind of sacrifice. What do you mean? 
Betel, look out. As all of a sudden, what looked like they were, oh, it actually looks like it must be some type of closing doorway that's also got spikes and skulls stuck in the spikes. All the dead bodies that were killed by this trap. And they do some stuff, shoot at it, break it up. Looks like someone else might have some extra powers, maybe. Don't know. Don't know who any of these characters are, but they're pointing their hands out and rocks are basically being blown apart. So I don't know how it's happening. I don't think the little pistol was going to do that much damage to the rocks. I think this other character, this MI black looking character, might have some extra powers or something. Why you dirty oh boy. They slaughter they'll slaughter us. Run away, run away. This way. This room doesn't go anywhere. Shoot out another door. I can't. My gun's drained. Mm. Not. Be gone. Leave the strangers in peace. Who's that? Is that the alien? You are safe now. He's right. They've all vanished. Worry not. They come to this place, but once in a moon. Please, don't be afraid. Who are you? I am one of the three. I am Nefeti. These people are Lamanit. Most cling to their primitive ways, like a baby to its thumb. You speak like ultra-taic. How do you know my people's language? Ultra-taic? He's speaking French with Cajun slang. French? Sounds like plain English to me. Hey, what's ultra-taic anyways? Tongues. He's speaking in tongues. Fantastic. Madman's <laughs> uh, always fun. Tongues. What are you talking about? Ancient prophets were given the gift of tongues to speak and teach to all people with complete understanding, no matter what the language. I thought speaking in tongues was that gobbledygook. You hear those TV and carnival preachers scream, you know, showbiz. Follow me. I know why you come, and I thank you, for I can do no more. Now I shall give you to Reddick, the elder, the goal you seek. That's right. How do you know that? For crying out loud... What's with all these secrets? What are you? 
all people know what they are ready to believe. I am one of the three prophets. I am one of the three. I am Nefeti. I wait beginning. I wait for the end, which is the beginning of all things. I live to serve. Let me show you the way. You've done well. Stay true. All will be as it should be. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want to go into a tomb, go into a tomb, and then you ain't going to come out. And you're just going to be some dead, dead creature. I can't get over it. You speak altraic flawlessly. Where'd he go? It's dark in here. What's going on? Mr. Nepti? Dr. Flem, is that you? Yes. Cosmo? I'm here. JB? Yeah. Where's that Nepti fella? Hey, whose hand is this? Is this someone's hand? No. What? Yeesh. This is the space explorer, Pioneer Reddick, the elder. Man, oh man, what has happened to him? That's him. Seems the group planet sent me to find him a bit too late. He's been butchered. <laughs> they find the alien being. He looks like he's lost his legs. And he's wrapped up in mummification stuff. In the bottom half of his body, he's looking like he's missing an arm. I don't know if these people are eating, these tribal people are eating this alien or what the heck's going on. Why well, he's all mangled up. Maybe we'll find out here in a second. Weird, our. Nefeti friend run off to what a world I never thought I'd ever actually meet an outer space alien so what do we do now send him home or send him home the room's moving S-P-S-P-S-S. Or <laughs> It's an elevator to the top of the temple. s up Hey, what's the deal? What's he doing? I need to gather some info. This madman picks up the alien being and starts climbing the stairs. Everybody else is more worried about collecting stuff from the alien, getting stuff from the alien. And madman just takes the alien to the top of the podium. And they have a little discussion. Before you take this, 
Can I ask you a very direct question? Got your nose. Beep. <laughs> Aliens being all humoristic. Please tell me, do you believe in God? Yes. As he's getting surrounded by all the ball of goo that's enlarging now and taking over the alien's body. And all of a sudden it gets, all gets sent in a ray up into space. Beautiful. Magnoliquence. Beautific magnoliquence. Magnoliquence. <laughs> so the alien being got shot off into space. Frank lost his little buddy. <laughs> Doesn't have the ball of goo anymore. The colorful ball of goo that does anything special. And the alien just goes off into space and without any more extra information given to us about the character, his world, or anything like that, which is kind of a bummer. You'd like to learn a little bit about the alien's world or something, why he was here, what he was doing. The natives mutilated Riddick, the elder, so he couldn't leave. They believed he brought good fortune from the gods. They haven't known what to do with him since. For almost 2,000 years, they've used him as a living idol. He followed a star to visit and celebrate. Instead, he was made vulnerable to these people. A tragedy. <coughs> uh, Dr. Flem's voice just... Hard to do that deep, dark voice like I got my head cut off type of voice. <laughs> Might have to come up with a new style for him eventually. Because it messes with my throat. How am I going to make a report? I need blood and skin samples. All these years. At least he's finally gone home. Which is what we had better do in case the natives come back. And discover their idol was gone. They may not be too keen on that idea. There once was a note. Mission accomplished. For you, I didn't even get one stinking photograph. Hey, you think we can all fit on that sky cycle of yours? Forget it. I'll radio for pickup. As they go climbing down the temple, Madman's kind of hanging behind a little bit and starts playing with this little ball that he put a little string on to kind of give it like a yo-yo-ish style effect to it. But he's got himself a little ball of goo that I'm guessing the alien left over for Madman or something for some reason in the future. Who knows, maybe a possible way for Madman to teleport through space and time to another dimension where these aliens are. And maybe we'll find out more about them in the end. That would be awesome. But let's finish up what they got here. I just remembered a song. The song is about a note. A musical note. 
The note in its purity began all creation, and the same note could also destroy all it created. I now fully realize how fragile all creation is and should always be cherished. I am wide awake in my dreams. The note is eternal, and I can hear it. The end. That's the end of this graphic novel. And... Sadly, we didn't find out more about the aliens. I would have liked to learn a little bit more about them. Then we're coming out to another swinging first issue of Madman. Now, I don't know if this is a first issue comic. Possibly. Looks like it could be. Uh, I remember these the, part of these stories. Uh, we got some fun coming. Lots of fun. Lots and lots of fun. But we're not going to talk about takes. We just got to the end of something. So we're not going to start something fresh and then have to stop in the middle of that too. Because it looks like the next one, we can get through a nice little story. It's about an eight-pager. So yeah, I think we're hitting more comic book style now. Instead of trade paperback, possibly. Or this could be a first issue trade that had all these comics put into it. Who knows? But we got a couple. couple different storylines happening here, so we're going to have some fun with that. Coming up in the very new future, near future on more Madman of Pod Monday episodes. Hopefully you enjoy them. Hopefully we keep doing them. Hopefully we don't piss anybody off by doing them. Uh, I hope they're enjoyable. I sadly, my wife and I went back to the beginning of all my podcasts and we started listening to the podcast and we uh, are just getting into, just got past issue 100 something. So we still got a ways to go before we catch up to the Mad Manipod episode so I know whether or not they are enjoyable. I'm trying my best with the voices. It's really hard. Today I don't have my lower teeth in, so I was kind of worried about having to do like five different voices today, which I'm sure they all sound the same anyways, and there's not no distinct pattern <laughs> or anything. But I try and play around with the voices. I got a lot to lot to learn and practice on. I promise you I used to be able to do voices better back in the day. <laughs> Before I lost all my teeth and MS took over everything. But uh, I don't really want to do known voices distinct voices, distinct characters, just because I want to be more original with my voices. Just, I want them to be my voices, just different alternate version, alternated versions of them. Uh, yesterday we did a little special bonus episode where I did a comic book 
that I had to get caught up on, and I did some Sunday comics, which we haven't done in a long time. But after I did the episode, I went through the Sunday comics, and I found one that I missed that I should have done. So I'm going to throw that in here. It's Wizard of Id. I got the wizard at like a palm reader lady's place. And she's going on. Once the hydrogen in the core is used up, the sun will balloon into a red giant. Mercury and Venus will be consumed by a growing ball of fire. Earth, if not outright engulfed, will be cooked alive, destroying all known life. After which, the sun will condense to the size of a planet, becoming a white dwarf. And then finally cooling, the sun will become a black dwarf, and gravity will draw in the earth. And this once pale blue dot will spiral into what's left of our dead sun. And our solar system will go dark forever. Okay. I just needed to know how next week's colonoscopy will go. (laughs) Just giving them a little bit too much information. And colonoscopies aren't that scary, friends. You can go back to one of my earlier episodes and hear about my first colonoscopy if you want to learn what it's like. There was some interesting information back then. So we're going to end it here today. It was a short one. This is probably the shortest one we've done so far. But I don't like starting a new chapter as we just finish something. So I'd rather finish it and leave it there and start a new when we start up next time. So, remember kids, I would slap you, but I love you. <laughs> Don't slap your friends or your ex-friends or fight with each other over stupid little things. There used to be a saying back in my childhood, sticks and stones may break break my bones, but words can never hurt me. Uh, We slowly learned that didn't mean shit because words hurt more than sticks and stones. In society nowadays, so they have to come up with a new phrase for that. But Be good to yourself. Be good to everybody else. Kick the shit out of the monster. Go out there. Dress up. Like them. Or just be like them. Walk around. Play with a yo-yo. While you're out walking around. Do something. But just make every day a ginchy little mad man a day. And live like mad man would. Carefree, smart, confident, intelligent, not out to hurt things, just out to live life hippity-dippity happily, and that's the way we like him. 
<laughs> be good, and we'll get back to you again soon. Don't forget to check out Crimson Color Comic Club. And you can always go back on some Under the Call episodes from the past. Audio and video. And we'll get back soon. Be good.